Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's talk about inflation. Let's talk about price gouging. Let's talk about corporate profiteering. And try to unpack the reality and possibility that we are heading into what we call a recession. I want to talk about the economy today. I want to talk about how you're doing, how your family is doing, and how all the increases in prices are really hurting families and everyday people more than anybody else. Let's unpack and explain it. Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. If you are alive in the United States of America, you have already noticed that everything is costing way more money and that it, particularly if you are um, an everyday worker or employee with a working class salary, what you have doubly noticed is that your paychecks, our paychecks just don't last as long. I feel terrible for people who have to make incredibly long commutes to and from work or to and from school every day. My family's doing that right now. And um, it is it is brutal because my wife and I, we do have two cars and we can't share one car because we have to be in different places at different times. We are spending more money on gas than I, than I think we ever have in our life. And there were a few other times, my wife and I have been together forever, since the 90s. <laughs> there are a few other times where gas was just crushing us. And in most of those times, we lived and worked and the kids went to school all in a pretty close place. We've had a few where we've had to stretch it. We've never spent more on gas than we're spending right now. On top of that, everything else is more expensive than it's ever been. Food staples from things like milk, bread, and eggs to, to all of the basic goods and services that you need to raise a family and to just live, including toiletries from, uh, from, from toilet paper to deodorant to feminine products and everything in between. If you want to order takeout or, or food delivery, damn, those prices are high. And there are a lot of things causing this. And, and obviously, you probably already know this. While I'm not an economist, I study the news. I study world trends. 
I study politics and not just the politics that we see on MSNBC or in the New York Times or on Fox News or CNN, but a lot of what shapes the economy is often blamed on politics. It's particularly blamed on war. And right now, when the economy or when inflation really started to rise, I noticed a lot of people blaming the war in Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia. Now, let's be real. That is a very real thing that's impacting a lot of of financial issues, particularly around around food. And maybe you've seen articles around how much wheat Ukraine provides the entire world and how that wheat goes on to to make so many different food staples for big chunks of the world. All of that is real. It's also real that the sanctions on Russia have an impact on the economy in some ways. But the most wild thing we see as gas prices have exploded, they're above $5 where I live, $5 a gallon where I live. And in some places around the country, they've gotten up to 6 and $7 a gallon, which is just crazy. And I'm only left to assume that's where it's going for all of us. The assumption is, okay, these oil and gas companies that are charging this amount, it must be because the prices are so much higher for them that they're having to pass that difference on to us. But then you look at the quarterly or annual profits of of BP or Exxon or Shell or any of the major companies, they are making billions of dollars in profit. In other words, meaning that as the prices get higher and higher, their profits are better and better. They don't have to be charging us. They don't have to charge. I don't know if don't have to be. Is is the right way to say they don't have to be charging us five dollars, six dollars and seven dollars. What they know is this. We have to pay it because we don't have options where I'm living right now. We don't have public transportation and buses and trains and other things. And many of you don't as well. And. There's not quite anybody to blame easily other than Joe Biden, which is always what happens. People always blame the price of gas on the president. But the truth is, while there are some political issues, including the United States relationship with Saudi Arabia and and the crown prince, uh, Mohammed bin Salman and others, the reality is that the companies that own this gas are price gouging. And major mega corporations from food corporations and everything on down, while they do have to make an adjustment primarily for the price of gas, while they have to make that adjustment, so many of these companies are using this as an opportunity to gouge the prices 
way beyond what's necessary. And part of what's a struggle is while everyday families and people are having a hell of a time to just put gas in the pump, are having a hell of a time to just be able to put food on the table, it's hard just to feed, clothe, house your family, and put gas in the tank to get to work. You see corporate profiteering and price gouging in ways that's despicable. And so I am incredibly frustrated that the gas prices do not need to be this high. They don't. Anybody saying otherwise is lying. Oil and gas and fossil fuel companies are squeezing the hell out of this. Listen, teachers in schools like to listen to this podcast. They are squeezing this for everything they can. And what they've learned is gas consumption is hardly going down, even though gas went from $199 to $299 to $399 to $499, now $525 or whatever it may be where you live, that you still have to fill it up. And even though what you've spent on gas is doubling and tripling, and that money is coming from your life, coming from your savings or you're having to put it on a credit card. When you, like, none of us should have to, a credit card is a loan. None of us should have to take a loan out to get gas. Like, it's crazy that it's at this point. And what infuriates me is the squeeze it's putting on people is causing desperation, and that desperation causes crime that desperation causes the desperation causes despair hopelessness it causes people to 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 make incredibly tough decisions on how they're going to make it it causes people who struggle with addiction to fall back into it because the hopelessness and despair The struggle of it is pushing people into homelessness, which also pushes people into addiction. It's causing people, and my own family is discussing this, it's causing people to say, I can't afford therapy anymore because I'm literally spending the money from therapy. I'm spending that on gas. And so it's causing people to say, I can't afford this medication I can't afford my college tuition. I can't afford for my kids some private school tuition that you may be paying to give your kids the best shot at success. And it's painful. I cannot afford to go to college. And so all of that's happening while corporations are not just making millions or hundreds of millions they're making billions, tens of billions, and hundreds of billions of dollars in profit. Some of these corporations are having record quarters of profit while everyday people struggle. And, and I'll close with this thought. I don't think we have the muscle memory 
to understand how to hold corporations accountable. We're barely learning how to hold politicians accountable. We are barely learning how to hold police accountable. But what we're really struggling with is how to hold corporations accountable. And there have been times over history in the United States and around the world where people have been able to bring corporations to their knees for their bad practices for all types of things. But we haven't really done that well in so long that it's hard for people to say, how do I hold fuel and gas and fossil fuel companies? How do I hold them accountable? Because we have so little experience doing it. Listen, I've got to run. It's uh, my kids' last week of school, and they have a whole lot going on at the school, so I'm about to run and head there to be with them, with my little ones. But love, 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 and appreciate all of you Thank you for becoming a subscriber. We're making this pivot for the podcast to be subscriber only. It's going to take us a while to work it all out, but thank you for being here. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.